0: Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius January 2024 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month, Sagittarius Party Continues, Sparkling New Year for Sagittarius and I am a Sag with you, so I am celebrating. I'm going to go into the details of Sagittarius specific things and some other things that you need to know to make this month the best possible. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Sag placement that you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sagittarius friend like I am, so birthdays December 15th through the rest of the sign, or Sagittarius placements 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Capricorn report as you very late degree Sagittarius friends will benefit from both readings. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, I'm going to flash the chart on the screen so that you can take a picture of it. So for those of you who are visually inclined and want to see what I'm working off of and want to learn a little bit visually about um, astrology, then here's the picture. Okay, so you can take a screenshot. And then I'm going to go back to the slideshow for those of you who want to run screaming from the chart. And if you're on the podcast and you're not seeing the visuals, but you can find them, um, Annie Botticelli on YouTube. And if you don't want to watch the visuals, you can find me, Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli on podcast. Okay, so what we're going to talk about here are a lot of Sag-specific things. I do have a second video this month for everybody called January 2024 Wolf Moon Mischief. So that is the second part of the story for January. I'm going to link it in the notes underneath the video or podcast, and it will be in the playlist that follows for those of you on YouTube. Definitely watch it because we're going to talk about things there that I'm not talking about as much here. Okay, so I am so excited to talk about this report if I am talking too fast for you, there is a mechanism on YouTube to slow the video down. Just search for how to do that because I'm very worked up and I might be talking faster than usual. Being a Sagittarius, I am very loquacious and um, I do get especially excited when I connect with my Sagittarian friends. Okay. So I'm a little, I'm a little whacked out right now. Also, I had a little bit of black tea, which tends to get me a little more wild. All right. So why I'm excited. Let's talk about it. The first thing is that we start the month out with Venus, star goddess Ceres, Mercury, Mars still in Sagittarius. Why is this exciting? We get one time of year where the planets are speaking our language in the biggest way, in the most coherent way, and a lot of times that energy is more limited to, you know, the December time frame. But this year, it's extending. So that means our party, our celebration, our time when we're getting all of these kisses from all of these planets, from Venus with love, beauty, and money, and Ceres with sustenance, and Mercury with prolific expression and communication, and Mars with action and ambition. You know, our time is being uh, expanded. (laughs) I was trying to say extend and expand. So this is really exciting because usually we move into the stodgy Capricorn energies, not putting cappies down. I have a ton of Capricorn energy myself and I thank goodness for it all the time because I would be such a spaz with my Sag energies. I wouldn't be able to do anything if I didn't have that grounding Capricorn energy. So I'm grateful for it all the time, but let's face it. It's not Sag energy, right? It's stodgy. It's practical. It can be a little boring. We have to get back to business and, That is going to happen, but our little party gets to extend a little bit longer. So I'm happy, happy, happy about that for us. So traveling, teaching, learning, expansion, broadening our horizons, interacting in brilliant, sparkly social settings, all of that is expanding. And as these planets move through the first house, for Sag, as they do, all of this is lighting up our physical body. New levels of energy, new levels of healing, new levels of vibrance may be coming. And from the astrological perspective, we've got multiple reasons for this. First of all, this first house, which is ruled by Aries. And if you're looking at the chart, look at the ring in the center that goes one through 12 in the yellow. Then look for the one and you'll see a very crowded area with the Sag sign, which is the red arrow. See all that energy crowded in there? That's the first house of Aries, fellow fire energy. And it's being lit up with fire, 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 fire. So we've just come through in recent months, an awful um, you know, closure to the uh, Scorpio eclipse cycle, Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle that was going for two years. Super stressful, super emotional. October was a mess. Still reeling from that, right? In the meantime, starting September, Jupiter, our ruler, went to sleep and we felt forsaken, forsaken by our ruler. So if you felt uninspired, Less joy, less optimism, less ambition, less big vision, bored and boring. Okay, Sages are not boring people. Any sage I know, they're always excited and exciting and doing fun things and having big ideas and, you know, it's, it's definitely not, um, it's not a boring energy. But when our ruler is sleeping as it was from September until the end of December, we just get, you know, apathetic and just, ah. It's not my favorite, but we do need that rest from being on and then fast forward all the time, right? But as we start January, we recently had our ruler go direct. You will have noticed some of this sparkling open towards the end of November as it was thinking about getting ready to go direct. And as December progressed, we started to have this part wake up. So the benevolence, the luck, the protection, the optimism, the expansion, the big vision, all of that is woken up now. So it's very exciting. And now we're back. You know, Sages are back. At the beginning of the month, January 1st, Mercury goes direct. So there's some chaos in those first days of the month from the confusion of Mercury waking up from its slumber, slumber. But remember, Mercury is a smaller, lesser influential, influential planet compared to our gas giant ruler. But it still rules, you know, driving, communicating, uh, scheduling, all of these things. And you'll see some murkiness there in the beginning of the month as we try to get things situated. And the first couple of weeks of January are still going to be hard to plan. The clarity will be a little off, you know, but things are starting to wake up from Jupiter. Now things are starting to wake up from Mercury being awake. By the time it's January 21st, Mercury will be over its, you know, post-transit hangover or whatever you want to call it. And everything's starting to really get going. So It's time to redefine ourselves. It's time for rebirth. It's time for vibrant health. It's time for um, finding solutions for our healing and for what we want to walk as in the world, our identity, how we want to be. And as the planets move from Sagittarius into Capricorn, as the month progresses, this is going to be about our money, our finances, our bling, all of our material experience, material, everything from hugging a tree to building a business. So all of those planets, well, except Ceres, it won't get there just yet, but the other planets are going to crowd our second house of finances and self-sufficiency, financial and otherwise. And we'll also have that new moon, January 11th at 20 degrees Capricorn. So a lot of energy with Getting back to business. So this is the time where we clean up the mess from the Sagittarius excess and zealotry that we've had in the recent times. Okay, so that will be the point at which you start to realize, oh, okay, the party's over. Now we have to get back to a schedule. Now we have to get back to business and work and clean up these, you know, mop up some of these messes, get things straightened out, close out last year, get New Year started with a, a good structure, nice organization, And this is a time where you can accomplish a ton in a short amount of time. So in a few short weeks, you could wrap up everything, get a plan for managing what had happened and, um, you know, maybe even get a lot of your taxes put together and paperwork and tedious tasks, get your new routine. If you're getting back into school, or your kids are getting back into school, you'll feel this energy develop like, okay, back to business, right? So back to business time will happen and information and energy involving our finances will open up. This can be a very prosperous time financially as all of these planets crowd our second house and we still do have Pluto there for a little longer. Pluto has been transforming our house of finances since 2008. So if you think about your money since 2008 and think about the booms and busts and all the craziness that's happened, we're not done with that story yet, okay? Still have until later this year, for Pluto to be bouncing back and forth between early Aquarius and late degree cap. So there are some money stories, some things about our financial consciousness that we're getting wrapped up. Financial consciousness comes from our belief systems around money and our work and our value. If you have not delved into your financial consciousness, I can give you a quick exercise to do a financial consciousness check. Look around you at your finances. What are they like? Are you earning what you think you should be? Are you working the amount only that you think you should be? Do you have the material security that you want? And if you don't, (laughs) that's because your financial consciousness, there's something awry. We pick up belief systems from our parents or caretakers, from society, from our cultures. And whether we realize it or not, you know, if you think you believe something, that's a conscious belief. That's maybe 10 to 20% of what's in there. Your unconscious belief systems are the bigger part of what you're creating financially, and you know what they are by what you're creating. So it's super easy to see what you believe. You may say, I believe in prosperity, but you look around you and you don't have it. That means there's a belief system in there. So working on your financial consciousness is one of the big missions of Pluto going through this house. Okay, so you've got most of the rest of this year to use that nuclear generator power plant in the area of your finances to revolutionize how you experience money. I've made this recommendation before and bless those of you who take it because good advice is worth nothing without someone taking it. Find Margaret Lynch, find her YouTube channel. She has free stuff on there. She has a book called tapping into wealth. It uses EFT tapping to find, locate and clear financial consciousness issues. It has helped me tremendously to use this Pluto energy and it will help you as well, but you got to do the work. Okay, so you've got that storyline. Now, Saggies have been having some hardships and heaviness, especially since um, early 2023, having to do with family and home and housing and real estate. That is compliments of a square from Pluto and Pisces. If you're looking at the chart, look at the bottom of the chart, there's a cross with a little squiggle and kind of like a brownish red, reddish brown color. In between the third and fourth house, it looks like in the Placidus chart, but it's really in the cusp of the fourth house. And that's Saturn in Pisces. That's a square three signs away from Sagittarius. Sag to Cap is one. Cap to Aquarius is two. Aquarius to Pisces is three. That's three signs. Three signs apart is a 90 degree angle, which is a square, which is a pressure point. So your home and family has been a pressure point. And it's going to keep being that way until 2026. So sorry about that. I'm going through it with you, but... Sometimes the pressure points create the manifestation. Manifestation, just imagine the birthing process for my mamas, fellow mamas who have birthed a human out of your body. This is a marat, or papas who have watched this or other people involved in birthing. What the heck? The miracle of life never loses its magic. And Saturn represents that, okay? Saturn represents the labor that it takes to birth a human or to birth anything else from the ethereal realm of idea to the physical form of physical manifestation in the 3D experience. So you are birthing your dreams of your home and family life. You're birthing your dreams of your real estate and housing situation. You're birthing your dreams of your childhood psychology being healed. Many Saggies have suffered tremendously, partly because our livers are ruled by Sagittarius, okay? Anybody can have issues with their liver, but I believe that a lot of the trouble that Sagittarius have tend to come from, I know I'm not diagnosing or treating or doing anything here. I'm just telling you what I've seen from doing medical astrology for a long time and being a patient myself of myself doing this. We tend to have a lot of liver mutations. These are things that might not come up on normal blood work. Okay, your normal liver blood work could be fine, but you are not processing neurotransmitters, broken down hormones the way alcohol or substances, the way other people do. And this could have caught this genetic. If you had alcoholics or people with um, substance issues or gamblers or whatever other addictive things in your family and you have been struggling yourself, some of this can be related to giving your liver support and healing the trauma from the ancestral garbage, okay? And Saturn being here is bringing all of this up. Also, autoimmune diseases could be exacerbated by these um, liver issues. So definitely look to qualified people who can help you with your genetic and and do your own research, you know, on the ways that your liver not working right um, could be affecting your health and your mood, And Saturn is is here to help you with all of that. Okay, so you're going through um, trial by fire with this and, um, and you will yield many results. Just stick with it. Okay, just hang in there. This is an exploratory process for your healing. You can heal energy for generations before and future with the work that you do with this and find your vibrant health. Of course, I can't make any guarantees of that because I don't know each indi- individual person's karmic storyline, but I can tell you that Saturn wants to help make this discovery. Okay, so we've got Jupiter now going direct. We talked about this, very exciting. Going to be raging through, maybe that's not a good word because that sounds bad, blazing through our sixth house from now until May, right, of 2024. That is a health house. So talked about Sagittarius accentuating the first house of the physical body talked about the childhood psychology as it relates to our physicality. We talked about now Jupiter getting to expand your sixth house. So many Sagittarius have been suffering. You're going to find treatments and help and support and healing for your bodies, but you're going to have to do the work. You can't just sit and suffer in silence. You are going to need help and resources and support and um, don't give up. Okay. Use the Jupiter and Taurus Persistence of the Taurian energies and the expansiveness of the Sagittarian energies to leave no stone unturned in your pursuit for vibrant healing. Okay, so one of the things to really watch out for this month, and again, I'm not going to go a lot into this now because I go into it in the general report called January 2024 Wolf Moon Mischief. So if you can search, you can find in the links below the notes and podcast, you can find in the playlist after YouTube. Um, you can search organically for Annie Botticelli, January, 2024, Wolf Moon Mischief on YouTube and find it. Um, I think I will also have that in podcasts so you can search for that as well, but I'm just going to hit it real quick, really quickly, and then y- you can get more details in that report. In the days around the 25th, we've got a full moon in Leo. In general, a full moon in Leo is awesome for Sagittarius. I count this as a blessing for us. So let's talk about that layer first. Anything that goes on in a fire sign is a blessing for other fire signs. So kisses, fullness, completion, fruition in the area of kids, dating, romance, our creativity, our platform, our place where we present our expression can come in the days around January 25th. That's one layer of truth. And that could happen. And I hope it does. Early degree Saggies, so Scorpitarius friends, um, November born Sagis, anyone with placements from zero to ten degrees, closer to five degrees, the more uh impact you'll get from this. Um, but we we all can experience it, but those of us, you know, near that have a placement near that, you'll you'll feel this more directly. Um, and that can be very, very positive. Now let's start layering in the the layers of mischief. Pluto is next to the sun in this circumstance. So the chance for explosiveness and transformation, either through easy ways, but mm, kind of can be, like I said, explosive. And then we've got Mars and Chiron in a square. Okay, so that's challenging. Woundedness coming up, challenges, obstacles coming up. You know, um, when this transit happens, your best friend, affirmation, will be when I'm unmoved by appearances, appearances move. Okay. I got this from Florence Scobell Shin. She's a metaphysician, basically viewing Jesus's work as teaching us how to transcend reality, a mundane reality into the ethereal while still in form. And she uses that brilliant affirmation, which I love for this type of aspect. Things that were going smoothly may all of a sudden seem to be going badly. So just try to stay centered through this, learn whatever lesson you have, take the test. And then after this difficult aspect, we will explode into this beautiful series of three awesome aspects in the days around the 27th and 28th. So I'm hoping that the order of this will be, there's the challenge, then there's this awesome resolution. So I'm not going to go into all the details of those aspects. If you love um, to know the sweet aspects, salty ones, things to watch out for, a written version of all of that, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your name and email address in, in the welcome letter, find the archive link, and then look for January 2024 astrology. It will be there as of the end of November. Um And you can see more about the, the nice aspects that come at the end of the month, but I just want to let you know that they're there and that, you know, hopefully they will bless us from whatever work we have to do during this um, mischievous wolf moon. While you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, you can join my free VIP community by putting your email address in there and name. You get lots of free goodies. You can see them listed there. You can also see my secret star portal with exclusive content, including my written horoscopes for each sign one month early, or at least several weeks early. And you can learn astrology with me. If you resonate with my style and you want to learn either to do the basics, my astrology basics and beyond course, or my becoming a professional astrologer mastery certification course, then I can help you go from wherever you're at with astrology to having confidence to earn money from the beautiful love of the stars. You can check all that out at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.